1: Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more.
2: This is TalkSport Daily.
1: Hello,
3: happy Wednesday and welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And we start the podcast with a massive semi in the Carabao Cup as Spurs took on the championship side Brentford for a place in the final at Wembley as things currently stand I can tell you as I'm recording this it's 2-0 to Spurs so I think I can say Spurs are in the final
2: and Jose Mourinho's League Cup love affair continues. Another final secured. An April Day with Mancunian opposition lies ahead.
3: We need to play better. Better decisions, better control, look more forwards. Many times we play, the first thing that the team thinks is to play backwards, is to play to the keeper. When I, I, I want them to be much more vertical, recover the ball, find lines find pockets we need to improve
2: oh. and it's a free header for Tony who's missed it but he gets there at the second attempt he nods it in from close range Spurs appeal that there should be an offside flag and the VAR will check it he just might be offside with a leg yeah he's off do you not know, think it was lucky
3: Spurs got away with that Well, it, it was, look, that's he... not conclusive is it oh I think it's offside I think uh, it there is. There you go. I think. I th- now, usually well, you go, oh, no, no, it is 100%. I, well, I know it is. I well, there's think an angle, But well, you an just proved from, it.
4: There's an angle from behind the goal where it is. Where you don't
3: sl- see the lines.
4: No, no, but his, his knee is. I know it seems harsh, and when you break it down, but actually, he's sliding in. And if you look after that, when they put. He actually benefits from sliding on his knees and being in a position to score the goal. But, but you don't know that. Well, like, I think we do. You, well, I think, I, no, I no, think no, we, again, no, no, I think. No, but that's why it's been brought in. It's a black and white situation. I
2: don't think offside
4: it, well, But, but, that, but he's you don't know. It's not black and white.
2: I think you're trying to be obtuse about
3: this. I'm not well, being I'm obtuse saying. at all. I well, mean, I'm, I'm, I'm being quite acute. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: what, what I'm saying is they've used the VLR lines to see yeah. if there's any part of the body yeah. that you can see clearly see yeah. that is playing Tony on side right, on, that image, no, on that image on that image is, no. is it
3: conclusive no that's all I want do to know do you not think
4: do you not think it's ironic that we're talking about a toe and a knee and the bloke's name is Tony it's that he's it's, right. I mean it's, you know, yeah, it's, and
3: we're using our eyes <laughs> and his first name is Ivan
4: I mean look it's it's, it's almost perfect for we, VAR
2: and has the silver gone in yeah, high over the top yes he has he's lost oh, the ball it's a red card Ha Biert, stay down on the deck. I've
4: just seen that De Silva challenge again. Yeah, I actually think he's gonna do him. Do you? I do. It's a big statement. I, I do. I think. I think he's he's pushed. It. He seems to he seems to wait and wait and then I think he knows what he's doing there. That's a, a horrendous tackle. Okay. it really is I mean you know it's luckily for Heiberg he, he walked off
2: you know what could have been you know yeah. you're quite close to, to maybe having your shin snap there and uh, thankfully yeah. we're not talking about that we're talking about what was a nasty <laughs> challenge deserve it of a red card but hopefully the player will be okay Brentford tonight unable to make history their first major final still lies ahead of them their first semi, ending in a 2-0 defeat. I must say, extremely proud uh, of the players, the fans. I hope they're proud as well. Um, I think for until the 2-0 the goal that killed the game or won them the game, I think we competed evenly uh, against Tottenham, a world-class team. No doubt I've said that was a fair equaliser, and you know it was an even game with chances in both ends. But you need the margins to go your way if you want to g- win a game like this, and, and it didn't.
5: Now, the Man
3: United manager, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, has been speaking to the media ahead of tonight's Carabao Cup semi-final with Manchester City. Live, of course, on Talk Sport. Ooh, what time did it kick off? 7.45. He told James Savundra, after the three massive semis he lost last season, his side go into the game with no excuses. The next game is always important, uh, but of course the semi-final is a chance to... To get to the final, uh, to get your hands on a trophy uh, in the next round. And for this team, it would uh, be a very, very big step getting your hands on a trophy. We've developed a lot in the last six months, 12 months from the from last semi in the Carabao Cup.
2: Manchester United give it away again as uh, Bernardo Silva sends it on and it's raced through to Marez. Marez rounds the goalkeeper. This for 2-0. Easy. So easy from Riyad Mares.
3: It's not just learning to win semis. We've all also earned the right to feel that we, we can go all the way with our performances. We are confident. We're going in to the game in good form, so there's no excuses. Now, there was very sad news yesterday when it was announced that the Manchester City legend Colin Bell sadly passed away age 74 after a short illness. The former England midfielder made 492 appearances for City and also won 48 caps for his country. On TalkSport his former City teammate Fred Eyre paid tribute to the man affectionately known as the King of the Kipaks. That Here's Bell.
1: Gary Spreeks, utterly has won them, but what was he supposed to do?
2: You called him the king of the kipax, which was the, the, the
3: stand opposite to where the, uh, the players came out at Main Road. And many, many years later, they, there is mm. just one stand at the Etihad. Magnificent stadium, but there's only one stand named after anybody. And that is the Colin Bell stand, so... That alone uh, tells you the uh, the measure of his popularity uh, at Manchester City.
6: Four being held up up front. Charlton full well return couldn't get out of it. Bell coming in. Go! Oh!
2: By Colin Bell, out of nothing.
3: I think he's one in a million to an extent. This fantastic lung power he has. He does seem to be spoiling things a bit for us strikers in being a midfield player and get, getting more than the strikers are. But he's got this fantastic lung power, and marvellous.
7: This attack building up again. The chance is on for Bell. Colin Bell makes it.
3: Now, in light of the recent COVID restriction breaches by some Premier League players, many fans and pundits have called for footballers to receive bans if they don't stick to government guidelines. The Premier League confirmed that 40 players and club staff have tested positive for coronavirus over the past week, more than double the previous weekly high. You'll hear from Adrian Durham and Simon Jordan, but first, this is Crystal Palace's Andrew Townsend defending footballers after recent criticism.
8: We're not in a third national lockdown because seven footballers have breached coronavirus rules. Um, I think millions of us uh, have done it, um, have breached the rules. Um, For one reason or another, um, we all must do better. The government must do better. You can't tell um, your your hard-working um, man on the street that he can't go and see his family over Christmas. But if you've got a bit of money, you can fly your family up to Dubai and spend Christmas there and then come back and not have to self-isolate. So I think we all must do better, starting from the very top, starting from the government, starting from um, the general public, and and footballers, we must do better as well. So I think it's it's going to be a collective effort um, to get out of this mess. He talks about seven players out of 500, seven players that got caught doing something, Okay, So let's
6: say it's probably more like 25 players out of 500. All of a sudden, that's 5% of the playing roster. Take that 5%, superimpose it over the nation's population. You've got 3.5 million people running
8: around doing precisely what they want. You start introducing a free-game ban, you're going to start getting journalists camping outside players' houses, like yeah. they did with Carl Walker back in the first lockdown. Mm-hmm. Following players from for their house to training, harassing them, trying to get players to trip up so they can get them a free game ban. Uh, I just think That's where 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 will it go to if we do if we do do that? Uh, unfortunately, there is a lot of money in football. Um, as long as we can keep uh, everyone safe, we don't have mass outbreaks like we've had in the last few weeks. As long as we get back to the protocols uh, strictly, and uh, we don't have Mass positive testing each round of testing I don't see why we can't continue playing like Ali said um, it's it's massive maybe not yourself Max but there are people out there who rely on football for their mental health (laughs) I remember in the first lockdown um, I was playing playing the game of FIFA on the Playstation I was streaming it live because there was no football I was getting tens of thousands of viewers and people messaging me oh this is Getting me through lockdown, Mm, there's no football Watching you play FIFA is helping me get through the day And that's a a, a PlayStation game Imagine what people feel like with with the real thing So for me, as long as we can keep it safe As we have been for the whole um, I think we should be allowed to continue
7: He's come out there and said At the start of that, he said The press will be trying to get players to trip up So it's the media's fault, of course Now, his own captain, Milovojevic Who broke the COVID rules over Christmas But still led the team at the weekend Over New Year it was He's 29 years old He's a club captain, so do you think the media will be following him around, trying to trip him up? They didn't do that at the weekend. It was posted on on social media. A New Year's party ad with a Fulham player was posted on social media. There was no there was no press tripping him up. Why has he brought the press into it? The press were reporting a social media picture of two Premier League players, including a Premier League captain, breaking the flipping rules. Lamella's twenty eight. Broke the rules. Andre Gray's 29. Broke the rules. Carl Walker previously has broken the rules. 30 years old. At what age do they stop being children? That's what I want to know. At what age do they accept the responsibility they're now having? It's a huge responsibility. Are they capable of accepting that? I think they're capable of accepting the huge wages that come with it and the kudos that comes with it and the following that comes with it. They're, they can accept all of that, the houses and cars and everything. Can they accept the responsibility? Well, I hope so. If they can accept it without blaming the media, that'd be great. Now, this is Darren Goff on Drive on his
3: frustration and confusion over the current lockdown restrictions when it comes to outdoor activities.
6: I've never known as many people play golf in the winter as I have done this year. I've never known as many people going for a walk with their dogs at Ivanhoe Beacon, which can be fresh in the winter it's never been like that before but now it's the only way people can get out so when you look at it like that and there's a car park absolutely rammed trying to get out because there's nothing else to do they can't go play golf in a two ball or a three ball with people from their home household Amazing. just think about that yeah. I can't go and play with my two sons I can't go play golf I've had that ramp before anyway it's ridiculous but I can get my next door neighbour because he can put him in my bubble and go on my bike out of breath him next to me, trying to get up a nil, coughing and spluttering, but I'm not allowed to play golf with me own two kids.
3: Now, you might remember on Monday night that an emotional Southampton boss, Ralph Hassan broke down in tears after they hammered Liverpool by a goal to nil. Well, you'll get the take of Aidan Coffee shortly, but understandably, Simon Jordan, Katie Price's ex-husband, decided to have a good old moan about it first.
6: I was so proud of them when they came back and beat leicester in the return fixture after getting beat nine nil last year well, there I, thought, you go. I thought that was redemption emotion is a great part of football it's it's the it's the lifeblood of football without emotion football clubs don't exist and the fans are the energy for emotions otherwise you've just got a very lifeless vacuous game but there's a balance and you open yourself up because further down the line that will be used to parody him
3: when I started to believe that we definitely can take points there. But uh, this is very emotional and I must say I have never been that proud with any team I have coached before, I must say.
7: Those are are not fake. That's real emotion. I thought it was out of relief because, you know, Southampton have been trying to stop them scoring, making sure they don't score, making sure they win the game. And when the final whistle goes, he said afterwards, I mean, he, he kind of proved the point by saying, you know, it wasn't until the 92nd, 93rd minute I could actually relax and knew we'd done it that's the re- the emotion genuine emotion he's not making it up he's not
6: faking it so if it's genuine emotion why shouldn't mm. he show it I, I, I'm totally with you and I think uh, a lot of sports people um, male or female I think when you do an interview and something that stirs emotion that's the time where you you're most vulnerable where emotion can come out aid mm-hmm. after the game whether you've won whether you've lost um I, I'm in a more I would say I would would be very much an emotional person and, and, and I've had to real slow down on some interviews I've done over the years but I don't think I've seen that in a long time I saw it when England won the Ashes in 2005 or probably when they won the World Cup uh, last year, the cricket but you don't often see that straight after the game like that it was pure emotion he just almost like he couldn't control it he just it got to him that moment
3: This is the former Chelsea player Steve Sidwell looking back at a time when Jose Mourinho was sacked at Stamford Bridge and replaced by Avram Grant and why the current Blues boss Frank Lampard must learn quickly if he is to survive.
5: This is a rocky road at the moment for Frank, but he's got a group of players that, you know, as we've seen, the levels that they can produce already in this season and he needs to get back to it. He's learning on the job as a manager. So, experience-wise, he probably hasn't got what a Klopp, a Guardiola have got. But he's got to learn quickly. But in saying that, he's got a group of players that can do it. But they need to compete. That's what's been missing, I think, in the, in the recent games.
2: Goodbye, Mourinho. Shock at Chelsea.
5: I mean, I'll go back to when uh, I was at Chelsea and and Jose um, left. And then Avram Grant took over. And I remember when the uh, the players called a meeting... JT called all the players in, and he said, "Look, I've been with Roman, and he said that Avram's going to be taking charge." And the lads were were pretty shocked because Avram was there as a kind of technical director or a go-between between between Jose and and, and Roman Abramovich. And I remember John Terry and the lads saying, "Right, we need to drive this ourselves. You know, um, Avram hasn't got the experience of the top echelons of of, of football in terms of the Premier League." we have. We'll, we'll drive this. i um, not saying that they'll do it themselves in terms of you know uh, going against his wishes or anything. He, he still led uh, the football club and the football team, but the, the players really drove that dressing room. New Burnley chairman Alan Pace has been speaking to TalkSport following
3: ALK Capital's takeover of the Clarets. He spoke to James Savundra about the fit and proper person's test which was so heavily criticised following a recently collapsed takeover bid of Newcastle United by a Saudi-backed consortium.
9: I can't speak to anybody else's process, so I can only speak to mine you know, and, and to ours. And I would say, look, uh, I thought it was very thoughtful, it was very thorough, and it asked the right questions. And I think that that's all we should expect from the greatest league in the world is to you know go through the process, look at what is being asked and see what is responded to. That's it. And just finally for me, in terms of the
1: evolution of the squad, we saw what happened when Roman Abramovich came into Chelsea, spent a lot of money straight away. Do you think it will be a little bit more careful? Do you think it will be a, a sprinkling of players coming in through the first few transfer windows at least?
9: I, I have to leave that to Sean, okay, because that's really Sean's domain. But I would, I would expect that we'll be thoughtful in the process because that's what Sean has always done. He's always looked at what does he need and how does he want to go about you know, achieving his goals. And we will be very supportive in making sure that he can achieve his goals.
3: And we finish with the best bits of the best show, my show. Andy Goldstein's Sports Bar Monday to Thursday from 10 p.m. This is me and Fun Boy and words literally falling out of our mouths.
4: Glass half or half
3: empty. It, it's a saying that people use to find out no, how you view life.
4: Saying, that's a myth, isn't it? It's a myth.
3: There's nothing mythical, yeah, it. myth. mythical about it. It's a myth. There's nothing mythical about it, Ian. People say it to find out what yes, kind of so person you are. I'm, I'm possible, with Ian enough. on this one. Well, well, if
4: it... you Took a sip out of a four pint, it becomes but, half. Yeah.
3: No, it doesn't. No. Of, course of course, it doesn't. If you took a sip out of a pint, it becomes a pint with a sip taken out of it. you
4: know sip, becomes yeah. half pint. A no, pint. Only no. no, only if no. you've only consumed. No, no, I'm with him. Only if you consume half that pint. Ian, Ian. he's wrong. You're no. right, Ian. If yes, you
3: you've you consumed, right? Oh, completely, Ian. Ian, I think you've been sipping too many half pints.
4: No, don't look, don't, don't, Ian, Let's go back to my... Side, yeah. No, it Jason, is 100%
3: Jason, right. Ian, let's go back to my pint glass up to 10. Five is half a pint. A four pint is 10. You have a little sip, goes down to nine. Have another little no, sip.
6: Just have a four pint. Go back to a, a pint. Right, yeah, four,
3: four pint is 10 out of 10. All right, you yeah, have a little sip. Then. Right, of course you do. You have a little sip it goes down to nine. Yeah. You have another little sip it goes down to eight. Halfway yeah. is five. You've still not had half a pint. That's why it's a myth. Two sips, still not half a pint.
4: That's why it's called a myth. That's why it's called a myth. Because once you've taken a
3: pint out of that yeah. pint, it becomes half a pint. Yeah. Once you've yeah. taken a pint out of a pint, Spot it becomes half a pint. Ian, yeah, thanks for your call. I'll never get that time back. I don't know why you, Why do you even bother? You don't help. You don't help, do you? Do you? Once you've taken a pint out of a pint, it becomes a pint. He's 100% right. I need a pint. It's a myth. Well, that's nearly it for another podcasty thing. Let me tell you about a massive semi you can look forward to tonight. I told you there was one more coming. At uh, 7.45 is United against City for a place in the Carabao Cup final. Presented by Mark Saggers, commentary from Sam Matterface and Trevor Sinclair. I'll be back on Andy Goldstein's Sports Bar straight after that game has finished. Should be around about 10 o'clock if it doesn't go extra time. If it does, it would just be after that. Anyway, either way, we'll be taking your calls on a busy night of football. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein Talksport Daily Podcasts out first thing in the morning. So do what you have to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. Have a great day. And above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe.
4: That was a podcast from TalkSport.